Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. I've been planning all year. It's summertime. Going to get the kids out of the house, hop in the Camping World RV, and go on vacation somewhere. My kids have been looking forward to getting away all year long. We have all been trapped in the house because of COVID restrictions. And now it's summertime. It's vacation time. Where are you going to go? And when you have kids on the spectrum like we do, or grandkids, for some of you, you're listening because your niece or your nephew has autism and you want information. When you get ready to go on vacation, we really have to do our research and our homework. We can't just take our kids somewhere and pop up and hope that the place that we picked is going to work out. Right. And so one of the things that I learned the hard way is something that I'm about to share with you all for free. Is that before you begin planning your vacation, whether it's a destination to a city or or a different state, if you're going across the country to visit an amazing play place uh, that you've seen online or you've seen the commercials and this place looks right for you and your family and the kids in the commercial look like they're having fun. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Do your homework. Do your research. Do your due diligence to make sure that this place that you're about to take your special needs child to is equipped to handle special needs children. I found out about something a few years back. It's called an autism certification designation. Now, when we are taking our kids to play places and centers and arenas, we need to make sure that that place, if we have kids with autism, is autism certified. So recently, my husband and I loaded up the kids in our Camping World RV, and we went down to Houston for two weeks. And before we even left Minnesota, I had already contacted the Johnson Space Center. NASA, astronauts, fun stuff, got on their website, and all the kids look like they are having a blast Right. Looked like they're having a good time. I'm watching the videos and my kids are getting all excited because they want to go. But first, I need to talk to somebody. And the one thing that I found out when I did my research about NASA at the Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas, was that they have an inclusion director, a former special education teacher whose main job and goal is to make sure that the kids who are coming to NASA, to the Johnson Space Center, who have special needs, have the things that they need to enjoy the experience. They have quiet spaces. They have sensory-friendly things. They have camps for kids with special needs. Uh, and and I talk to uh, these folks, and they really care about making sure that kids who have autism have a great but unique experience when they visit Johnson Space Center. And having someone like a former special education teacher who works with and understands the needs of our special needs kids put me at ease. And then they told me that they were autism certified, which meant that I knew that they had taken the proper protocols and put them in place so that kids who have autism, no matter where they are in the spectrum, 
are going to enjoy this experience. And if they're having a difficult time, they have a system in place to get our kids back to baseline so they can continue to have fun. Let me tell you something. There is nothing worse than taking your child to a play area or a center or a fun zone and getting there and your child is sensory overload times 10 and you look around and there is nowhere to go. You can't take them to the bathroom because there's automatic toilets flushing all over the place and people going in and out. You can't take them to the mother room because they're eight years old and they're in there breastfeeding and some woman pulls the boobs out and your child's going to want to touch them or say something inappropriate. And then what do you do? You got to pack up your bags and go. And there's your experience. There's your fun time. You're going home defeated. Your kids didn't get a chance to have a good time. They were promised and looking forward to having fun. And now there's no fun. Fun first starts with doing your homework. And when I did my homework, I realized that the Johnson Space Center was it for my kids. Special education director, um, former teacher uh, was there. Uh, the CEO is committed to making sure that kids with autism have a fun and unique experience. There's some safety measures set up for our kids. There's some uh, sensory things set up for our kids. Great. And you know what? We went and my children had a blast. And it was not without incident. My son Daniel had a meltdown. Guess what? We found that quiet space. He got back to baseline and we were able to have fun for another hour. And because they have the autism designation, their staff is trained. So it wasn't like when my son was having a meltdown, he got those weird stares that you get when you go to the grocery store. And people think, oh, well, you're just a bad parent because you can't control your kids. No, these staff members knew this child has special needs. Let me help this mom. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you need some help? My child is having a meltdown. Let me show you where our quiet room is. This was just the ticket taker girl. Okay. This just happened. Just, she was just walking back from her lunch break and saw what was going on. But, but these folks at the Johnson Space Center did their due diligence to make sure that their staff was properly trained. Or not just if I came to them and asked for information to give it to me, but their staff was trained on how to spot a situation, understand what may or may not be going on, ask the right questions and have the proper answers. So I didn't have to cancel my trip this time. I didn't have to leave with the rest of my kids and everybody crying because we couldn't stay because Daniel got overloaded sensory wise and we didn't have any way to calm him back down. And we continued to have fun. And it was an amazing trip. We also went to the Houston Children's Museum. And they have a similar system in place. They are autism certified. I called, like I'm telling y'all, do your homework. I didn't just look online. I called. I need to talk to y'all. Now, listen, I've got three kids with autism. So if I come in there and my children get to cutting up, what systems and services do you have or protocols in place so that I don't have to waste my money after I've bought six tickets to come in here and leave after 15 minutes because my son has a meltdown? They broke it all the way down. Miss Brenda, you don't have to leave. This is what you can do. We have some quiet rooms. Here are where they're located. When I got that, I wanted that map. Point these quiet rooms out to me so I'll know where the nearest one is. Our staff is trained. J. 
just like at the Johnson Space Center. The Houston Children's Museum, their staff is trained and they understand that these are kids and some of their kids have special needs. What is it? One in 45 kids have autism. So if you got a, 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 a children's museum with four floors and you've got two, three hundred kids in there at one time, there's going to be some kids in there with autism. And they're prepared for us. They're ready to help our kids, our special needs kids, have the best and most enjoyable visit possible. We made sure, now this is something else, this is a little trick I learned. We were the first ones in line and the first ones at the door. It is always better when it's not as crowded as it is if you go at four or five o'clock in the afternoon or you go at lunchtime. We had an early breakfast. We were the first ones in line. We had our masks and my kids wore gloves. Um, We got in there. We played for two or three hours. And as the number of children picked up, um, we were done, right? We we had had our fun. We had brought our snacks. Uh, we sat in the cafeteria. The, the, the Johnson Space Center has a cafeteria. Uh, the Children's Museum of Houston has uh, benches outside where you can eat. We played a little bit more. We went to potty. We stopped at the gift shop. We bought our gifts. And we left before it was too busy. Because, see, I've been there where you think, okay, you know what? We're going to have breakfast. We're going to do some running. And then we're going to go to the park. And then we're going to have lunch and then go. And then you got to stand in line for a few minutes because the line's long. And then you get in there and there's a lot of kids. And, and you know, if you've got the kids who can't be in a room with a lot of kids, it lunchtime and, and in the evening is a bad time. Be first. Be first. And while it's not so many kids in there, you can get the lay of the land. Figure out where things are. Walk through and find those quiet spaces. Walk through and find out where the uh, workers are. Walk through and find out where the restrooms are. And then that way, if something does happen and your kid has a meltdown or your kiddo needs to get to the to the restroom, um, you, you, you know exactly where you need to go, and, and it's not frantic, and you've already walked around, you've already surveyed the area. I keep, when I go to these places that are new and unique for my children and we're on vacation, I keep my map with me. That way, I know how to get back and forth to where I need to be. It's just that simple, and it's successful. And I don't want any of my autism moms and dads out there to learn any hard lessons when you can hear it from me the easy way. It's vacation time. Our kids deserve to get out. Don't let the fear of them having a meltdown at a fun zone or a fun place or center keep them from experiencing what life has to offer. If you call the Johnson Space Center or the Houston Children's Museum, talk to the inclusion director, talk to the folks on the ground, find out if they're autism certified. If these are, you know, some of the places that you want to go to. These two are and were. That's why we went there. There were a lot of other places in town we could have gone to, but we chose these two because they specialize in taking care of kids with special needs. Get your map. Keep it on you. Find out where those safe zones are for our kids so you can get to them easily. And then go early. 
And you know what? Even if you go to the same place, because we went to the same place a couple days in a row. Because, see, we didn't want to stay too long when it got too crowded. So what we did was we were first in line. We played for a couple hours, explored floors two and three and left. Came back the next day. First in line, explored the basement and the outside area. And then that way we get to see everything. And it wasn't like we was going back to the same place. We saw something completely different and we had a unique experience each time. But each time we were in a safe space that catered to kids like ours. Enjoy your vacation. I want to hear from you. Make sure you log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com and tell your other autism moms and dads about this podcast, your therapy teachers, your special education teachers, your, your anybody who is helping you with your children, your grandparents, your grandmas, you, you, you know, you, you're in a speech therapy group. Tell the other moms about it because I guarantee you somebody could benefit from the lessons that they're learning for me. Always fun and informative, Shaletta's a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.